What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's well. Um, make sure you follow Punch of the Mouth on Punch of the Mouth official on Instagram, official underscore patm on X or Twitter, whatever you call it these days. Um, just because the UFC is gone for four weeks doesn't mean we will be gone. Maybe I'll do an episode. I'm gonna do two episodes this week. This being the first one, and then maybe I'll take next week off because Christmas is on Monday so maybe I'll do one episode for the next two weeks one episode a week because you have Christmas and the New Year's so keep an eye out for that but in the meantime make sure you're following Punch Them Out TV I'm gonna try to upload YouTube videos and then Keep an eye out for the sub stack that'll be coming very, very soon. Peace, guys, later. everybody's well um a couple announcements to make so starting with this week and hopefully as time goes on going into the new year i will be doing the podcast on mondays and wednesdays so now instead of it coming out on wednesdays and fridays my goal is to shoot for tuesdays and thursdays so the first episode, I would use it as kind of like a recap of all the events that happened, whether it be boxing, UFC, of course, PFL, whatever becomes a Bellator. I hope to do all that on the Monday show, which you guys were here on Tuesdays. I shouldn't call it Monday show. I should just call it Tuesday show. Right. To not confuse anybody, but that's the plan moving forward. So I can use that time to do other things like get the sub stack ready. I'm planning to launch that very, very soon. Um, So, yeah, just keep an eye out on all that stuff. Um, Let's go over these fights real fast. Leon Edwards defeats Colby Covington. Alexandre Pantoja defeats Brandon Royval. Shavkat Ragmanov defeats Stephen Thompson. Patty Pimler defeated Tony Ferguson. Josh Emmett defeated Bryce Mitchell. Alonzo Menafield defeated Dustin Jacobe. Irene Aldana beats Harold Hosa. Carol Rosa. <laughs> I mean, Carol Hosa. I got it right. Cody Garbrandt defeats Brian Kelleher. Irene Lipsky defeats Casey O'Neill. Tagir Ulanbekov defeats Cody Durden. Andre Feely defeats Lucas Almeida. Shamil Gazim defeats Martin Boudet. Okay, where do I want to start with this? First of all, Cody Garbrandt looked like the Cody Garbrandt that won the, the championship, right? 
He looks like that guy. When I say that, I mean that because that guy, if he, that version of Cody shows up all the time, he would be UFC champion. Like, is there any denying that? Like, that guy looks flawless on Saturday. Is anybody going to deny me that? I hope not because that's the truth. He looked absolutely flawless. Irene Aldana and Carol Hosa, I don't I don't know what those girls are made of, okay? That could be fight of the year. It probably won't be because there wasn't quote unquote enough stakes in the game for that fight, but that fight was violent. That fight, like, oh my god, that was a good fight. And I was upset. I'm like, why is Cody so low on the prelims? If anything, Cody versus Brian should have closed the prelims out, but they chose to go with Alonzo Menafield. Dustin Jacoby, which I can respect. It was a good fight. Let's move on to the main card. And, and oh wait, before I do that, this Tagir Ulan Bekov guy, you that that guy's the truth. I'm gonna tell you guys now, and people are gonna get fucking pissed, but I don't care. In a couple years, excluding I want to say heavyweight, because I honestly haven't seen any of them fight at heavyweight. All these Dagestani Russians are going to run all these weight classes. Look at light heavyweight. They got uh, Magomed Akilaev. Middleweight, they got Hamza Chimaev. Even though he's from Chechnya. Welterweight, they also have Hamza. But still, um, they could have Islam. Islam's already the lightweight champion. Featherweight, they have Umar. And then he's going to be double champ at featherweight and 135. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you. And then bantamweight is also Umar. Uh, flyweight, you have Mohamed Mokayev and this guy, Tagir Ulanbekov. These guys are, are the real deal, man. A long time ago, of course, it was Zabit Magomed Sharipov. I hope I said that right. I hope I said that right before somebody gives me flag for it. But these guys are the real deal, man. These guys are the real deal. Now let's move on to the pay-per-view. Josh Emmett took on Bryce Mitchell. Of course, Bryce Mitchell took the fight on short notice because Giga Chikadze tore his groin. Dude, what a crazy knockout that happened before the two-minute mark of the first round. What a crazy, crazy, crazy knockout. I thought Bryce Mitchell died. That's how scary that knockout was. Like, the guy was literally having a seizure on the floor. Like, that's how crazy that was. Like, oh, my God. That was nuts, man. But good for Josh. Now, the only bad thing. Now, let me go back to what I was saying earlier. So, on Monday, I'm not going to be able. We're going to recap the fights. But then I'm going to make a little note to myself to go over the rankings on the Wednesday show. I mean, so the Tuesday, sh- the Tuesday show, which one now that I keep referring to it as Mondays, but I should refer to it as Tuesday. So the Tuesday show won't have the updated rankings. The Wednesday show will, or the Thursday show will. I keep saying Monday and Wednesday because that's when I'm going to record them, but they're not going to be released until Tuesday and Thursday. I just have to make a note of that. The Thursday show will have that. So keep an eye out for that. Um. 
But other than that, like, if there's news that comes out on either day, I'll release it. But, you know, you guys know, like, this is more opinion-based than anything, both shows. So that was scary, man. The Bryce Mitchell, Josh Emmett thing, that was nuts. But let's look at the rankings to see where he could go. So here's what I'm thinking. We'll still do the rankings for both shows. But what I'm thinking is, because right now I'm going to have to guess, right? Because they haven't been updated. What I'm thinking is we can match make on Monday. And then when the rankings come out, we'll see if they make sense. We'll see if they make sense. And if they do, we'll keep it at that. I don't know. It's a work in progress, a work in progress. I'm thinking out loud here. Oh, featherweight, featherweight. I'm sorry. So Josh Emmett is number six right now. Ilya Taporia, who's number five, is fighting for the belt. I believe Arnold Allen is gonna has a fight coming up. I forgot against who, but he has a fight coming up. I wonder if it'll tell me if I click on it. Are you gonna tell me? No. Arnold Allen has a fight coming up in can- in the can Canada card, the UFC two ninety seven card. Let's see if if I can get to it fast enough. If it'll tell me who he's fighting. So, I think everybody right now is a little bit booked up. Neil Magny is fighting Mike Malat. Raquel Pennington is fighting. Arnold Allen is fighting Mosovet, Mozart, Imalvov. Yeah, that's a crazy fight. Okay, so let, let, let's look at it. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. So Ilya's fighting Bulk. Arnold is fighting. So Josh. Wait, not Josh Hammett. They're going to fight Imava. Ilya Taporia is fighting Volkanovsky. It's rumored Brian Ortega and Yair Rodriguez are fighting on that Mexico card. And for Max Holloway, for whatever reasons, being rumored to face Al Jermaine Sterling. The Max Holloway thing is a rumor. I will try to get more information on that. Uh, the Brian Ortega, Yair, that's speculation. That's what I've heard. I don't know if that's true, but it would make sense because remember the last time Yair and Brian fought, that's where he got hurt. So Josh Emmett right now, like, there's no, like, if all these fight, like, so what we know now, Ilya's fighting Volk. That, that is already announced. Arnold Allen is fighting Mozart Imavov. So what do they do? Do they rebook him and Giga? Chikatse? I mean, I would watch that. Like, I believe that's the move right now because there's no way he's fighting up. Like, that's the move right there. So we'll see what happens in that regard. Patty Pimlet defeated Tony Ferguson. When it comes to this, what can I say, man? Like, my only question when it comes to this is, like, how much more, like, are you guys going to keep putting Tony through? Like, us as fans, like, he's clearly lost a step. And I love Tony. This is coming from a guy that loves Tony like myself, okay? I love Tony a lot. I've been watching Tony since he was on The Ultimate Fighter when he came out on Team Brock Lesnar. I was there when he did the three training camps for Khabib that never came to fruition. 
I was there during his 12-5 win streak. And even when he lost to Michael Johnson, okay? I'm not gatekeeping here, but I'm saying for all the highs that he's been on, recently it's been a bunch of lows. And, like, it gets to a point like, okay, bro. And the problem, you know what's weird, though? What I noticed when he was on top? Like, he can do the scrambles and get on top, and then either they just figured him out or he lost a step that he can't do that stuff anymore, which I don't understand. That bothers me. Like, what is it that happened? And you, he keeps bringing in different people. Like, he had David Goggins. Like, what happened to that team that you had? I mean, I did talk to a striking coach one time, and, like, they just... For lack of a better term, it just seemed like they weren't on the same page, in my opinion. The Gaethje fight ended up being the last corner of that, like, let's call them super team. All right. And he keeps saying, oh, well, I had to clean a lot of stuff up. Like, dude, you're striking and still there. Patty, like, Patty didn't get that takedown. I can't tell you. Tony probably would have beat him. And I'm going to tell you one other thing. Patty looked like he was twice Tony's size in that octagon. Patty looked like he could be fighting at middleweight. That's how big Patty looked next to Tony. All right, and Tony won the, the ultimate fighter at welterweight. That just shows you how big Patty is. But what's next for... Honestly, for Tony, if he's going to keep fighting, it's not going to be in the UFC anymore. I don't see a way where the UFC keeps giving him fights. And I don't know if this win catapults Patty into the top 15. Like, I honestly don't. And this is coming from a person that, that likes, but I honestly do like Patty a lot too. Like, that whole thing with Ariel that went down and made a lot of people not like him anymore, like, that, that stuff doesn't bother me, bro. You know why? Because it has nothing to do with me. Yes, is Ariel very beloved? Yes, but that shouldn't hinder Patty's growth because I'll tell you one thing if I gave Colby a bunch of excuses I'm gonna give Patty a pass for wanting to get paid to be interviewed would that mean I interview him no because I don't have money to be paying for an interview with him because I would imagine because of how popular he is think of it what other UFC fighter has to deal with barstool sports tell me I don't even think Conor McGregor has to deal with Barstool Sports. So let's look at this. I think, you know, it'll be a good fight and people are going to be mad. Patty versus Bobby or even Benoit Saint-Denis. But keep a lot of people away from Benoit Saint-Denis. That guy is amazing. I like that guy a lot. That guy is awesome, bro. So for Patty, I don't know. Keep winning, bro. That's all I got to say on that. Let's keep moving. Shapka Ragmana versus Steven Thompson. I mean, it went the way I thought. Steven Thompson did good for the stand-up portion, but once Shapka got a hold of him, it was over. Like, that really didn't surprise me then and there. If, if it, anybody was surprised, you just haven't been watching Shapka fight for very long. But this guy's been fighting killer since he stepped into the UFC. To put it in perspective, he, he fought Alex Oliveira, I believe his name is. Cowboy, the Brazilian version, not Donald Cerrone. The Brazilian version, the Brazilian guy, Adrian. What's wrong with you, the Brazilian version? Yeah, let's look at Shevkat's 
UFC record. I believe he's undefeated, right? Shapcat is 18 and 0, and his first UFC fight was at UFC 254, and it was against Alex Oliveira. And then he fought like his first name of worth was Neil Magny, and then he fought Jeff Neal, and then he fought Stephen Thompson. So what's next for Shapcat? The easy answer for me is Colby Covington. But for whatever reason, Colby decided to call out Wonder Boy, but, but I'm getting too ahead of myself. Hold on. Alejandre Pantoja beat Brandon Royval. I thought it was the right decision. 49-46 on one scorecard. 50-45 on the other two. Now, here we go. Brandon Moreno and Amir Albazi, I believe is his name. Is is this one him? Yes. So Brandon Moreno and, and Amir Albazi, they're going to fight in Mexico. Like, that's been announced. Those guys are going to fight in Mexico. They should be looked at as the number one contender fight. Because outside of them, I believe they're one and two. So let, let's see. Yeah, one and two. So then you look at that, and you would have either Kai Kara France fight Manel Cop because those guys have been chirping at each other. Or I don't know, bro, but Flyweight's on fire. And I remember they're going to do away with this. That we have to thank um, Henry Cejudo for them not doing that. Because as much as people hate Henry, like, because of his antics, that's the reason that this division is still around, okay? Mm, so, oh, wrong pay-per-view age. So, yeah, man. I, yeah, like, it was fast-paced. The only criticism I have for Alejandro is that he seems to get tired. And if somebody, if they can capitalize on that, Amir Bazi and Brandon Moreno, his reign isn't going to be very long. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. It's not going to be very long. So, let's... Keep an eye on that. But yeah, that should be the next fight for Alejandro Pantoja. But it was a good fight, man. His ground game is something else. Now let's move on. Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington. 49-46 across the board. Now I want to read to you guys something Colby said. And we're not talking about the press conference. We are going to talk about what he said at the post-fight press conference, but not at the pre-fight press conference. And the only thing I'll say about that is it was very low of Kobe. And then he goes on to say, yeah, I don't feel bad because his dad was a criminal. Like, I don't, I don't, like, if that's the case, it's not your place to say that because I didn't even know his dad was a criminal. But apparently he is, so... It wasn't Kobe's place to say that. So, I don't want to say he lost a fan in me, but that's just something I can't respect. And then to put on the performance he did, like, what are you doing, bro? And then, like, I get the problem is, is that he does these things. Like, Dana White said it himself. He, after he said that, the pay-per-view shot up by 25%. So, the UFC won't stop it. Like, they'll be like, oh, no, bro. He made us more money, so go ahead and keep doing what you're doing. But hold on. 
MMA Kobe Covington, MMA fighter Kobe Covington blames his loss against Leon Edwards at UFC 296 on Donald Trump's attendance. No, he did not blame it on Donald Trump's attendance. He blamed it on the fact that he supports Trump and that nobody likes Trump, which let me tell you, I disagree with because unless they're phoning them in, which I don't think is true because the events are live. A lot of people like that guy because he's being cheered at these events, okay? I'm not telling you everybody likes him because we did see the picture of Bill Burr's wife flipping him off and stuff like that. And then that idiot, Neon or whatever his name is, putting a video on the internet saying that he was going to go insult Trump and that Trump security wasn't going to do anything about it, that the UFC pulled his ticket. So, like, how stupid do you have to be? to basically threaten a former president that that guy has secret service with him all the time all right like stop that that is just next level fucking stupidity i hate when people do that shit bro you're looking for clout and you do some nonsense like that like i don't care what your what your niche is bro like can you be that fucking stupid it goes on to say, before the Las Vegas fight on December 16th, Covington had repeatedly made fun of Edward's late father who was murdered when he was 13. As a result, emotions were running high. Although Covington's remarks nearly sparked a fight during the pre-fight news conference, the rivalry between the two was resolved in the cage. No, it wasn't, bro, because Leon's whole team was ready to jump Colby afterwards. Former President Trump watched the action from cage side of the T-Mobile Arena as Edwards easily defeated it. the former interim champion as the fight was scored 49-46 by all three judges. Edwards was able to keep his championship. Well, according to this thing, was it 45-46 or, or, I mean, 40, it was, and I said 49 45 huh if i said 49 45 i do apologize it's 49 46 across the board uh the article goes on to say the new york the now in the post fight press conference covington has said the game was rigged because he supports trump newsweek reached out to covington via x formerly twitter for a comment monday we have as of yet to verify his claim. What do you mean by verify his claim? There's video of it. What do you mean verify his claim? Like, are you saying that? It goes on to say, while well, wearing a MAGA hat or Make America Great Again hat, Covington and Edwards didn't put any damage on... Wait, Covington said Edwards didn't put any damage on me. Before adding, I thought I had... I thought I had the win. I thought I did enough. But you know the judges have never favored me. They hate me because I support Trump. And you know everyone hates Trump in this building. So you know it is what it is. Life goes on. Again, I don't think anybody hated. A lot of people were cheering that guy. Again, not everybody was cheering him. But a lot of people were. Now, I believe Colby feels embarrassed. Because look at what he said. And he, to make matters worse, he says, I don't feel bad at all. Like, that's way worse, bro. Because, first of all, Leon outstruck him. 
And Bulal Muhammad said they both look like crap, but Leon outstruck him. Leon out-wrestled him. Like, I want to know what happened to Colby. Like, for him to be talking like that and then to put on that type of performance, like, what? Like, what? What happened? He was more worried about saying, oh, if I win, Donald Trump is going to put the bell on me, which I don't have a problem with. If you support someone and they're there and you want them to put it, that's cool, but, like, that's your whole game, and then you go out there and you basically froze. You froze. You froze. You let this guy beat you at your own game. Now, did Kobe get dominated on the ground? No, but Usman had a hard time taking him down, bro. Like, could it be ring rust? Maybe. Could it be that Kobe's just on the decline? Maybe. But there's also been rumors that Kobe might retire if he didn't win the fight. So we'll see. And then he goes on to call out Stephen Thompson. What does a win over Stephen Thompson do for you? That guy just got choked out by Shafkat. Why didn't you call out Shafkat Ragmanov? Because you and him have been chirping at each other. Like, what's up with that? I don't know, man. The way Kobe was talking and then his performance... It just rubbed me the wrong way, to be honest. And I like Kobe a lot. But we're going to move on. We'll see what the new year has in store. And give Kobe, like, people don't write him up. If you're a fan of Kobe, of course, like, not a lot of people are because of his antics. But if you're a fan of Kobe's, give him another shot. But, like, I don't, like, I understand why he's calling out Steven because he sees that as an easy win. But uh, Gilbert called him out on Twitter. so. Have Gilbert and him fight in the Miami card. Because Kobe can still fight. Like, the fifth round proved it. Like, I honestly think it was more ring rust than anything. But Kobe still got it, man. He still got it. Now, let's move on to UFC 299. Um, That fight will be headlined by... Sean O'Malley versus Chito Vera. So let's see. Sean O'Malley will take on Marlon Vera. Caitlin Chukagin will take on Macy Barber. Curtis Blaze will take on Jolton Almeida. If you guys would do me a favor and follow me on Instagram, I'm going to start putting up short videos. I already put one up explaining the Jolton Almeida the situation with Curtis Blaze and the whole heavyweight division. So. Check that out. Mateusz Gamera will take on Rafael Dos Anjos. Pedro Munoz will take on Kyler Phillips. Lauren Murphy will take on Karina Silva. CJ Vergara will take on Asul Almi Baizayev. I hope I said that right. Announced about Michael Venom Page will make his UFC debut against Kevin Holland. Peter Young will take on Song Yadong. Ian Machado Gary will take on Jeff Neal. Gilbert Burns will take on Jack Delia Mandelia. Okay, never mind. I didn't realize. And they announced that, right? And Colby was trying to make. That makes no sense. Okay. So Jack Delia Mandelia versus Gilbert Burns. Okay, never mind. So disregard what I said about him fighting Gilbert Burns. He should definitely fight Chef Carrag Mod up next. I'm talking about Colby here. I forgot how this slipped my mind because I didn't know about all these fights. Okay, let's talk about Jeff Neal because you know how Ian Gary made that. Honestly, I'm going to say it, that stupid shirt. 
Like that shit was dumb. It goes on to say, Jeff Neal reacts to Ian Machado Gary making a t-shirt with his mugshot. It was some low-class shit. Jeff Neal didn't appreciate Ian Machado Gary making a and selling a t-shirt with his mugshot emblazoned on it. But it turns out that it didn't bother him nearly as much as the Irish prospect claimed after the originally scheduled fight at UFC 292 was cancelled. Back in July, just weeks before they were scheduled to clash, Machado Gary proudly displayed a shirt with Neil's mugshot from a DUI arrest that happened in 2021. When Neil was forced to pull out of their fight, Machado Gary declared a victory touting his mental warfare as the reason for the matchup. It should say the matchup did not for the reason the matchup did not happen. But it says the reason for the matchup didn't happen. Oh yeah, well it's basically Adrian, you're a fucking idiot. Anyway. They overbearingly disagreed and he's happy to prove that after rebooking the fight with Machado Gary at UFC two ninety nine. I figured we would run it back because after I got sick I couldn't fight that last fight. Well, just health issues, so I figured we would run it back. Neil said Monday on the MMA hour, but then he started talking shit. Well, I already beat him, so I don't have to fight him. Weird shit. I'm just glad we got the chance to run it back now. It's difficult, especially after all the shit he's been talking and all the stuff going on. Pulling out of the fight, it just looks bad. While Neil was adamant that the mugshot t-shirt never really bothered him or got under his skin, he still abdomished Machado Gary for taking a decisively low blow and especially after showing him respect behind closed doors. It wasn't that bad, honestly, to me, Neil said. It was in poor taste. It was some low-class shit. Before I was scheduled to fight him, I accepted the fight and he messaged me on Instagram about, hey man, best of luck on the fight and thank you for accepting the fight and all that. And then a week later, he posts the mugshot to me. So it's kind of weird, but you get what you get. It's just low class. I'm not too bad out of shape about it. I'm just going to punch him in the face when I see him. We've got a date and on March 7th, I'm going to beat him up. Okay. I didn't agree with the mugshot either. Like, what's going on here? And, of course, like, in the middle of all that is his wife. So, we'll see what happens there. Um, And then, of course, like, there's all this um other stuff because he got exposed by MMA YouTubers. So, we'll see what happens there. But that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you follow me, Punch Them Out the Fisher on Instagram, Fisher underscore P-I-T-M on Twitter. Peace, guys, later.